If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. The search show. I'm in the zone. The lesson of the day today is when a fish get out of line, walk him like a motherfucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Was that you, you, to, laugh? you want me to give you? Was that you laugh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the point is what she said. And what she was saying was the lesson of the day. We can really stop right there because we're being told the lesson of a day from the likes of Jocelyn Hernandez. Now, I don't know if you know Jocelyn Hernandez like I know Jocelyn Hernandez, but I think you know enough about Jocelyn Hernandez to know Jocelyn Hernandez. Yes. Well enough <laughs> to know that accepting a lesson of any kind from her on behest of her, okay, I don't think it's a wise choice, but here we are nonetheless. So wow. Jocelyn tells us the lesson of the day when a bitch get out of line, oh, now let's pause it right there. Let's put a pin right there. She had me there the way she threw the word bitch through her front <laughs> teeth and top lip. When a bitch get out of line, walk up like a motherfucking dog. And that's where it's a Santana. So, uh, you know, yes. listen, even a broken clock is wrong, is right twice a day, okay? So I just want you to know that sometimes, yes, you can actually get a lesson from somebody like Jocelyn fucking Hernandez. Because in this case, she kept it real. She said it with a bitch got a line, walk her like a motherfucking dog. And I think that's a great mantra. I think that's a great compass. I think that is a great um, thing to lean on and into as you move through life, especially on Memorial Day, which is what today is. So... That being said, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? And if they do, walk that bitch like a motherfucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friend, how you doing? I'm good. Look at, us, look at us working when we're supposed to be outside enjoying ourselves with our friends. We um, are. The life. We are. Uh, you know, but that's what's called dedication, professionalism, and being a grown ass person. <laughs> that's what that's called. So and the weather has also been trash. So it's like I was about to say, yeah. it's cold rain. outside. It's cold. It no rains way. all weekends, which is insane. So it's not like we could do anything anyway. But nice to see you guys. How are you feeling today? Nice to see you guys too. I feel, you know, I feel good. I guess 
I feel good, but I don't feel as good as Stephanie Mills. Because remember, in her song, she said, I feel good. I feel good all over. So I ain't going to say I feel good all over, but I do feel good. Okay. Amen. Well, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels good. I'm just still cold. Like, I am, like, really freezing. And I, I just, I know you, the, you swaddled over there, and I almost legit thought about wearing my little blanket. I got me a little Netflix blanket, but I was like, nah, I'm going to just put on a hoodie or something. You like, have a shit, Netflix I'm in the bed. Blanket. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the goddamn bed. Get in the bed. Shit. I would, look, if I could be productive and, and work properly, I would still be in the bed. That's W-F-H. funny. That's funny you say that because I literally was trying to figure out how I can record from bed on days that I don't mm-hmm. fully have it. But I'm like, friend, that's a lot. That's a lot. She is. Listen, <laughs> it's funny. Shit. <laughs> 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 Okay, I'm in the goddamn bed. Okay, those of you watching this week, I am so (laughs) dead. That right there, you know what? Okay, before I even say what I wanted to say, you look like you was in the bed trying to do floor performance, which I was trying to do the other day. Trying to do what? (laughs) Exactly. You don't even know what the hell that looked like, but that's what that looked like to me. Floor performance term legendary. I've been watching a lot of it. I can't stop. Me too. You got me watching it. It's so good. Shout out to my boy Diego. That's my homeboy, uh, Sean, what, Diego or whatever on the show. Oh, yes, Diego. Diego. They had a really good number last week too. I don't know what you uh, mean, the, Do you remember when, <laughs> you know who Diego is, friend? Did you watch this season? Yeah. He was the one when they wild body, he snatched the basketball shorts off because Deshaun went. The one went, with the, like, went, body, 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 body. Because, yeah. because Deshaun went, hey, Diego, let go of my First one of, of my other friends so was on that good. show too. Y'all remember Jarrell? I think his his uh he was on there the first season. It was like some gorgeous something. Oh, the house looked gorgeous. Um Gorgeous Gucci or some oh, shit. Oh, gorgeous Gucci, Gucci. Yeah. Jarrell, wait, wait, he's real one? tall. I'm so he's bad real with tall, Jarrell. I don't yeah, know anyone's if it was last names, season, but I'm I know hard. everyone's face, yeah. but not the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Diego's killing it this season. <laughs> yeah. It's a great season. Of, I'm House it. of Tishi. It's between Tishi and Balenciaga for me, but Tishi is working it out. Like they're killing the numbers back to back. (laughs) Such a good show, though. I I was like, oh, let me watch it because Asante kept bringing up. I was like, I'll watch it. And I'm not like big on competition shows for some reason. Like they're cool for a couple episodes, and but it never pulls me to keep watching. But this one, I'm Mm -hmm. like sucked in you 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 so yeah it is so yeah, good a, I, I think the exciting part is how much creative power they have like they get to have their outfits made they get to have the lighting design they, like that's so cool to me because it's like what are they going to elevate come up with? the experience in a different way yeah, yeah that's dope. like that's to me dope. that is incredible because i think of all the ballroom kids like if they had those resources to mm-hmm. be able to just design the vision ex- and execute it exactly how they want. Imagine the shit that we would be able to see and experience and hear about, at least, even if you're not part of the community. But I'm just like, wow. I love it. So, Long so live good. that show. Please let them love continue it. to be in, in season after Word. season. I hope that the show continues because it's a great thing. It's yeah. a great show. It provides a great service. Um, to the world that we live in. Hello, okay. and I love Amen. law. So I love, I love law. Roche. Yeah, 
Yeah, he be that's cracking a hell of, me up. That's a motherfucking style because he did. I love And then he be he be he cracks me up when he be shady. Like he fell asleep and well, fake fell asleep and then woke up and was like, "Oh, <laughs> yes. are y'all done? Because that was boring." Oh, I was he like, called oh Jamila out for that ten. When he said he's a GoFundMe ten, I was like, "Shut <laughs> <Yo>. the." <hell." laughs> I do I do enjoy all the judges. I know that the internet be having things to say about them, but I actually enjoy them because they, they do what a is, good job. What does the like, internet say? Do they not like Jamila? I feel like that's who they probably don't like. Well, you know, Jamila, she was the first one that the internet wasn't really fucking with. But then they even say that they felt like she was Paula Abdul, but then they feel like Megan be a little Paula Abdul because they be real nice with some of their critiques. And then they feel like sometimes mm-hmm. they be a little off. But I don't feel like that they do. I feel like, you know, ballroom for them... They're really coming into it and they're being inclusive. But Laomi gives really, really great I critiques every week. I love me some Laomi. Yo, Laomi has had it a long time coming. And she goes. Okay? Like and we- she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that all week. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, friend. Friend, so you know what competition show pulls me in? I'm scared to ask because I know this is a setup for a joke. It's not. Like, it's not. What is y'all, it? Y'all know. Y'all know about slap fest. No. <laughs> Listen. So they need back to bring in the day, the years mainstream. ago, friend, the radio stations. I think it was Hot ninety six. It was some radio station. They used to have slap fest, and they would have people come into the studio and literally slap each other until somebody gave up. You know what I'm saying? Like one after slapping. Like sta- they would have that. to stand still as hell. Friend. How much money? It was, like, it was like people from $500, you know, whatever, oh, from street. Bitches from off the street, niggas from off the street. You know what I'm saying? But friend, when I tell you to see the people standing there. Like standing with you straight can't faces, help, you can't help but get mad at it. So there's a motherfucker standing across from you, getting ready to slap the shit out of you. I don't give no, a fuck how kind of friendly competition it is. You gonna get mad. <laughs> so sometimes, friend, for the most part, people were, I guess, good sports if that's what you want to call it. But every now and then, <laughs> you could tell this motherfucker would get slapped, and people would have they would like friend flinch from holding themselves back from like starting to beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? You just slapped the fucking spit flying out of my mouth and shit because of you i'm finna kick your ass but they remember it's a competition it's one of the it's on it lives on youtube if anyone's interested um, you know I, I feel like i shared this story before that my uncle my dad's oldest brother he got caught in a little prank when remember how 97 used to call people and, and they'll pay you to do pranks on like your friends and family mm-hmm. so my cousin his mm-hmm. son called him. I think the prank was that he had to tell him he was in jail and that he needed bail money and see what my uncle was going to say. Yo, my uncle went crazy. It was so embarrassing. He was like, you stupid motherfucker. What the heck? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> my cousin was like, dad, dad, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank. Because he started going crazy on him, calling him all kinds of names, bringing up shit about shit he's done in his life, like embarrassed oh, the my fuck God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Damn. All the times hey, he fucked you know up in same. life. Oh my God. You play them games, you win them prizes. Win you know the same. <laughs> so, you know I love you got scared. Thing. You was about to say you participated in one of them slap fests. I was about to say, friend, what? Wait, imagine <laughs> that. Hell no. I would have been like there. You won. No. Y'all sleep on friend. <laughs> I would have been there like y'all have the most shot out nervous systems thinking that this is fun. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with y'all? Nothing nervous system. <laughs> 
Y'all can sleep on Fran. If you want, Fran will slap the shit out of you with a palm slick with essential oils. Y'all got me. Y'all got Fran fucked up. Jesus. People slap really the, do. Slap your motherfucking ass. It's the nice voice. Are you crazy? Is. Fran is crazy. And she, be, she wear rings. So that's how you know. Like, I'm telling you, Fran always be having on rings when we be out. I'm telling you, like, it's a whole thing. People just I'm think you got to catch the cues. <laughs> So yes. I have I have this week's black business and it's actually several black businesses. I was online oh. kind of scouring. Yeah, I was scouring the internet for some new ones and I saw that the strategist, which is a part of the New York uh, New York Mag had a section called 180 black owned businesses to support. And look, hey. even just the even just the cover photo. Look how nice Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's like an interior um, decorating oh. company called Black Market Vintage, which I'm a huge fan of personally. So that already pulled me in. And a hundred, and they have everything from wine shops in Vermont to Black wine shops in Vermont. Isn't that something? I was like, okay, wow. I didn't know that existed. Wow. They have skincare. Um, they have a lot of the ones we've mentioned because I see a black girl skunk. Sun, you hear me, skunk cream. Wow, girl. <laughs> I mean, sunscreen. <laughs> and the best part is it's alphabetized, so you just go and it's also broken down in sections based on: Are you looking for beauty? Are you looking for clothes? Um, are you looking? This is for an incredible resource. Lifestyle, yeah. Incredible. So I, oh, I see the honey pot. Shout out to y'all. So. That oh, let work. me see how y'all can get to this article. Obviously, I'm gonna tweet it and post it out, but like I said, it's newyorkmag.com, nymag.com. The strategist mm-hmm. and the uh title is 180 black owned businesses to support, and it's written by the editors. So I guess they all came together and, and put in their two cents. So awesome resource. That's how they got 180. It was right. a right, everybody pulled all pull hands on deck. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to see the name, I'm like, oh, it says everybody's up in this article. So I tweeted it out too at Hey Fran Hey on Twitter in case you want to just get to that quickly. I tweeted it out earlier today and told you guys this is for your bookmarks. But definitely check that out. There's something for everybody. I mean, 180 businesses, you're bound to find mm-hmm. something that you're looking for. So I wanted to put that into your awareness. Last week's episode titled Hearing Voices. Dustin brought the science of internal monologue and the fact that some people don't have one. Those of you listening were blown away and had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to Victoria. Victoria writes on her subject, or the subject rather is the human design episode. And Victoria writes, hey, y'all, good morning. Uh, she said she did give permission to say her name. Thank you, Victoria. Because I always right. I always read and afterwards I'm like, damn, did she say yes or no? Okay, or did they say it? She said, just wanted to say, hey, I love this week's episode and I definitely ordered the book Fran mentioned. Ironically, this episode did spark a conversation. I don't think you guys have talked about it yet. If you have, I may have missed it. But it's the subject of human design. It's kind of like a birth chart. However, it's a bit more intricate and deep. It kind of digs into the writings of how we as a collective more interpersonally are as well within ourselves. Just thought that I'd throw that out there. So I'm shout familiar. out to Victoria. Yeah, because I was about to say, Fran always introduces those concepts pretty much every mm-hmm. episode for human design, but I don't think we've done a super deep dive. So Fran, I think that the people need that just in case you wanted to do that. And I wanted I'm to gonna know that they I'm going to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the concept because I think 
Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> Give us the tea. What's no, she I'm just gonna let y'all down. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. Sometimes I think people are trying yeah. to create so many hustles off. Remember, I was talking about that documentary where it's like everybody wants somebody to break down their personality. And it's just like, it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point. If you even look at Come the human on. design website, it is, it takes forever to figure shit. It's like the most complex, complicated thing. And then you got to pay for certain things. And so I'm like, everything is scheme. such a hustle. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the pyramid it's, schemes. It's the, it's consumerism. A susu. In our curiosity of who we are. And I think at this point it's starting to get like a little bit ridiculous. That's just how I feel. I know there are people and it's kind of cultish. Some people like have it in their bios and mm. it's like they talk. But I can't even fully blame it because look at me. I'd be like, what's your sun sign? You know, so like we all have different elements of what we believe in. But I just think that world of personality tests is just got like getting tired. So I won't like be do one an thing episode if- on human design. <laughs> Go ahead. What'd you say? Like, no, I think it'd be one thing if people were like using concepts, kind of like sprinkling them in their lives, but when they kind of like do that whole, like, I'm going, it's going to take over as opposed to using it. Yeah, like, I've seen people that they start um, reading about it and then suddenly it's like it takes over their life. Like, it's like, bro, it's okay. Like, like people that that have INFJ in their bio, no shade to those of you that do, but. (laughs) it's like what does that mean to you like what does that really mean i don't you know what i mean what's the letters infj infj it's from the person at the what is it myers briggs uh personality Uh. test which we did a whole episode on that's what i'm saying like i play into it because there are parts of it i find interesting but i think it becomes a problem when people actually make this their personality you know, like mm-hmm. that, that Word. test doesn't know more about you than you do. So that's just my opinion <laughs> on it. I Honestly, just think Fred, I just started I falling back was... from that whole world. Cause I'm like, you know what? We're doing a lot expecting people to tell us who we are and they're making money yeah. off of us needing to know this. And after seeing that documentary about personality tests, I think it was on HBO Max or maybe Netflix. I was like, this is sinister. <laughs> I don't want to play into it no more. So that's me removing you, you myself. Better, you better lay that motherfucking ass out, friend. You, you better lay. You, you better let, You better you empty the saying, clip. Though. Empty the clip. Honestly, friend, that was a great response to the email. I think that you gave them what they would have wanted for the episode. So that was she sure right? that was what I wanted. There you like, go. Like a I, mini, what you just mini did friend there. zone. <laughs> Friends on mini. <laughs> she friend was like, I'm gonna get straight. Let's get straight to this shit. <laughs> Boom. We don't need this don't need to be no hot button, no deep dive. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Fuck y'all. And I ain't I don't got no parts of it. I love it, friend. Well, friend, you know, what did you find? That's my girl. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fuck, <your> <laughs> Fuck y'all hoes. No, fuck y'all. But you know, but you, and then I'm like, but you know, more power to you if you love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let me. See. Yes. I'm trying to find. <laughs> now nah, I like a fuck lost to give my, about them uh, personality. I got so tests. flustered, I lost my damn train of thought. <laughs> that, cause, look, because you were so present for that one. Okay. You see, I'm like, let you me was tell all you in. how I feel. <laughs> Damn, I guess I, I did screenshot it this week. Damn it. I had screenshotted some tweets that you guys had sent out. 
I'll look for Does it. My screen you want to been acting me? funny. My phone yeah, I, has I, been, I don't want to, but I will definitely though. jump in. Yes. Don't worry do. about it. Speaking of retrograde, Akbar V tweeted uh, after <laughs> a recent that? physical. Akbar V, who is a uh, an embattled rapper, uh, who yeah, she was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, and she is a cousin of Candy Burris. And she has a hell of a personality, to say the least. Um, she was recently, she's always saying sensational things in news media. Well, the outlets, you know, when she's when she's spoken to, she says things that are sensational, you know. Um, and this past weekend, she was doing a hosting event in a club with Alexis Sky, um, And they walked in the club together, but they walked out fighting. Uh, there was a, a scuttlebutt, like a tussle that, that made this round and went viral. I'm surprised you guys. Well, I don't know what they are at this point because <laughs> I think they started off. They started off as close friends, and then you know what I mean. <laughs> By the end of the night, baby, it was the brawl for it all. It was stiletto pumps in the club. Whoever oh, thought that these girls would get crunk? So there's video footage of them like scuffling outside of the sprinter, and so Akbar tweeted. Like I said, this bolds down to Lyra, not, yes, bolds down, not boils. <laughs> she she meant to type boils down, which really I don't even have to read the rest of the tweet. You. That's all I wanted you guys to hear was that it bolds down because I feel like that's our new thing, right? Like maybe she's on to something. Maybe we the ones who need to try something. Maybe, maybe, maybe we have an antiquated way of using the English language, you know, and the Queen's English. So maybe we need to start saying that, damn it, it bolds down to this bolds down to that comes from her phonetically thinking about Sounding someone saying out. boils down and then saying boils down. You know, boils, if you say it faster and, and, and if you cycle it enough times, it'll come boils down, 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 boils down. That boils down. So she said, she said that bolds down to Lyra not liking me because of my best friend Butch. And you're right, you shouldn't. Because if she was about, pop, about to pop your ass, I was going to pop your ass. That's why I tried to stop it now. Did the sins run on? Yes. Were the words wrong? Yes. But did I understand what the sister was saying? Yes. She said, if I'm with my best friend and you don't like her, then God damn it, if she pop you, then damn it, I'm going to pop you too. And that's why I was trying to stop the fight. Okay? So the logic was there. Now, we may have had to take the scenic route to get to it, but the logic <laughs> was still there nonetheless. And I just wanted to highlight that this week for the Twitter streets because that's what it boils down to. Uh, and Fran, if you are ready, are you ready? I didn't Fran, find it. taking it back off course. No. Oh, that's okay. I don't have it this week. I'm that's sorry. okay because we can keep talking about Akbar. <laughs> That's okay, because <laughs> it still this motherfucker still said it bolds down. Please, <laughs> bolds down. Maybe it's like a chain jump start word. So wait, like help a, me understand. So Akbar and Alexis went to the club, and Alexis was fighting with Akbar's friends. So Akbar was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna beat you up too." Or did I? Well, just she was. Not she's saying that. that well, that 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 all is correct. But what she was saying was. She wasn't trying to fight Alexis. She was trying to stop Alexis from fighting the other girl because if the other girl did, in fact, fight Alexis, then what it boiled down to was that if um, then Akbar would have, you know, it just would have boiled it down to Akbar having to fight her too is what she was saying. Okay. That's the title of the episode. It boils down. Mm Mm-hmm. 
They're going to mm-hmm. be like, y'all have a typo. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> hey, wait till you hear the story of it, okay? This is wow. the story of a typo made by Akbar V. That's what this is. So there you have it. That's it for me in these Twitter streets. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. This week's episode is brought to you by Asante. We have no idea what we're talking about today, so go ahead and take it over and let us know what we're doing, because we are hanging by a thread today. (laughs) Well, all of us are like... Yeah, no, same. Also included times 10. Uh, So (laughs) this week I want to have, I want to talk about something, but I want to just get there eventually, right? Y'all know. Like Akbar did. Yeah. (laughs) Not not the way she did it, but just like getting somewhere eventually. Yes. Yes, that's actually the the Akbar V, that that might be what I call the formula. So this is the Akbar V right here, because I really like starting a conversation in one place and then taking it to a whole completely different place, because that's really what happens when I'm on this YouTube rabbit hole that gives me all this information anyway. So this will kind of be like the workflow of that. And I want to start you here. Because I know y'all don't want to talk about space and shit any fucking way. But part of this actually start or stemmed rather from Star Trek. Um, I finished one of the Star Treks, the most recent one. By the way, I don't know if I said this here already, but the most recent Star Trek in the Star Trek series, uh, Discovery, featured a black woman as the lead. Shout out to everybody on the internet. When I was asking for sci-fi recommendations a while back, they kept saying Michael Burnham, Michael Burnham. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Like, y'all keep saying this person's name. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this character. Well, this character is a she from the Star Trek uh, universe. And I just thought it was dope. It's been a great series. But um, it's Star Trek Discovery. It's been uh, them traveling space, but it's about more than just the exploration of them in space. It's about like personal discovery and emotional awakenings and all these other cool things. So I really like the themes and the threads. Do it. Do it. Come on, Discovery. It come on the Discovery Channel. Uh, no, actually, it comes on. Well, actually, I watched it on Paramount Plus. Oh, have that. maybe is it under? Is that an well, umbrella? But, I don't. But dis- yeah, Discovery is actually this. Uh, this leg of Star Trek because there was I, the uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the Star Trek. Well, it's a bunch of different Star Treks, and I don't want to misname none of the other ones, but right okay. now it's Star Trek Discovery. That's the most recent one. In addition to the movies, they've always had running series. Uh, That's crazy. Back in the day, I didn't Fan know Bros. it was still a thing, honestly. Like, Star Trek oh my God. Like continuously so, expanding. I thought it was just a couple of movies and a series, and if you caught it, you caught it. Friend, let me tell you, when it comes to science fiction, and I, I guess I'm learning this more like now in the past like two, three years, those audiences are like like die hard <laughs> like the star trek series has been going on since like the fucking 50s 60s you know what i'm saying wow. and, and the series so they drop movies in between mm, those but like okay. the movies sometimes are a little separate and the timelines are i don't want to say wonky but the way that they give it to you it's like they'll make a movie about uh it, and it'll be a damn prequel to one of the series that came on years ago or something like that so i really like, like i like hey. watching 
series like that to see how stories are developed and how they try to like take liberties when they um, expand them later and stuff like that. Mm. But I say all that to say one of the most basic things on Star <laughs> Trek, because um, right now I'm watching Enterprise, which is an older series. They use this communicator and the communicator can literally pick up any alien language. So whenever they come into contact with people, they can understand each other. So this got me down to thinking about communication, communication. I know that the song is motivation, but I just wanted to say communication. Uh, <laughs> I thought about communication and how in the world we all have, you know, our different languages and, you know, Dustin really loves making fun of certain things in the English language, you know, uh, when he made that joke <laughs> just now about Akbar V and pretty much most of the things she said and done. Uh, I always think it's funny when there are like little nuances in language, whether it's black people having like our own slang for shit and how slang like develops. And I had no idea that the black deaf community has their own like slang. Like they're like, it's I like their own it. seasoning. Mm -hmm. I heard about this. Me too. I'm too, I, of course. <laughs> I want to say I heard about this on the read too, actually. I think, I don't know if somebody had wrote in about this or something like that, but I've, I've heard this discussion amongst niggas before. Well, <laughs> this needs to be a discussion amongst like a bigger discussion amongst <laughs> niggas only because it keeps coming back. Like, like, when I was younger, I had an interest in American Sign Language, but because I guess uh, one of the one Me of the schools too. that I went to, they didn't offer it to anybody <laughs> except for uh, people that were able, you know, eligible for the program because they wanted students to just be on their way. And I just thought, I think now that's super unfortunate. Like it should have been something offered because the same school offered us Russian as a language to speak. And I'm like, what the fuck are we like? How? What, when are we going to do this? But right. American Sign Language is actually. American, like, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to seem like a, I don't want to seem like a dumb American by saying that. So let me first define what American Sign Language is, uh, shorthandedly known as ASL. I didn't want to just start referring to this as ASL and leave room for the joke, age, sex, location. So well, the joke was when you said shorthandedly and we talking about sign language. Oh, that was boy. the joke right there. Well, that's not shorthandedly. Also, that's yes. <laughs> well, that was the joke. The National Association of the Deaf, NAD.org, says American Sign Language is a visual language. With signing, the brain processes lingui linguistic information through the eyes, the shape, placement, and movement of the hands, as well as facial expressions and body movements, all play important parts in conveying this information. Sign language is not a universal language. Each country has its own sign language and regions have dialects, much like the many languages spoken all over the world. Like any spoken language, ASL is a language with its own unique rules of grammar and syntax. Like all language, ASL is a living language that grows and changes over time, and it's used predominantly in the U.S. and in many parts of Canada. And it's accepted by many high schools, colleges, and universities in fulfillment of modern and foreign language academic degree requirements across the U.S. I wish it was part of our foreign degree, uh, uh, <clears throat> our foreign um, academic studies. Like, that's what I wish. Like, I don't want to learn... Not that I don't want to learn a different language because I wish I could have the capacity to learn all of them or, uh, you know, more than the one I barely know now. But I think that would have given us a leg up. So before I guess I get farther into that, A, let me start here. Do you know any other languages? First of all, I need to learn sign language because I feel like I would be good at it. And I talk with my hands anyway. And when it comes to making a point and being emphatic, you know, that's one of the things that makes, you know, a real sign language star 
you know, shine. And that's why that that one lady, that lady, her motherfucking ass whooped, that stood up there and acted like she was uh, translating that sign language. Remember, the bitch oh, was lying, yeah. and she was up there just doing shit with her oh hands in the deck community. The fuck off! They was going the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And, and rightfully so. I mean, the they was audacity. going ham. Yeah, the audacity she needed her motherfucking ass. Them same hands that she was doing that with, they should have set them on the damn marks on the ground and let a tire just run over her hands. That's what they should have did because she was wrong. So, yes, I would love to learn sign language. And I know a little Spanish. That's why I be dropping those Spanish bombs every now and then throughout our show. That's been like the fourth member of the show, my Spanish language. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And the phrase. Mucho gusto. (laughs) Culo, culo. (laughs) Fran, any additional languages, Fran? Yes. I speak three languages. And Spanish was actually my first. Yeah, Spanish was actually my first language. I didn't learn English until I was four. When I had really? yeah. I never knew that. Well, because I was raised by my grandmother and my mom, and my mom worked a lot, which I've mentioned. She would go mm-hmm. to school during the day and work at night, and so I was with my grandmother all day and my grandfather, and they didn't speak English. So I was raised speaking Spanish, like fully, fluently. And then when I got to school, that's when I had to start interacting obviously with the classes they put me in a bilingual class because there was no class where you just spoke Spanish there was like bilingual Mm -hmm. or regular class and then they put me in bilingual and I started you know when you're little you pick up languages very quickly so Mm -hmm. at the age of four I was just blasting through learned my English enough to be in school and then when I moved to Brazil um, for the year I learned Portuguese fluently because i had to study at the university it wasn't like a that's a sexy language it's a very sexy language and when you speak spanish already it's a very very easy to convert it to portuguese very easy Ooh, I mean, you can double down you can double down <laughs> well that's why i was able to pick it up so quickly because it's such a similar language you're just changing a couple of the endings and mm-hmm. you know where in spanish you might say siong and then in Portuguese, mm-hmm. you'd say sound like it's like a nasal, mm. more A-O, rounded. Like, so. like boils down to bolds down. It's like the same thing. It's, it's very similar. <laughs> like that. Very similar. It's funny so because it's quite similar. <laughs> so I was able to pick it up. And so, yeah, I speak three. And I, my dream would be to speak French. Crystal speaks French, and yes. I she'll help me sometimes yes. here and there. Like I can kind of pick her brain and ask her certain things. And I got the Duolingo app, so that helps me a little bit. But that's my dream because if I can just have those four languages, I feel like I can navigate the world pretty dope. See, one of the things that I I wish I would have like stayed at like the same school or in the same community for a long period of time because I always yeah. switch. So certain cl- the schools didn't offer the same thing. So it's like where I started to learn uh, Russian for that random period of time in the fifth grade. That's the so next funny. school didn't offer that shit. So I, of course, well, of course they didn't because they was like, what the fuck was that? So then I'm going into Spanish and then I'm thinking like, oh, okay, Spanish is cool. But then they offer, uh, uh, they also offer like, you know, more exotic languages like Dutch and shit. So it's like my interests were too kind of fuck like all Dutch. over the place. Mary Keisha call. Mary Keisha call. Fuck that. Shout out to Dutch on Twitter, our homeboy Dutch. Oh, shout out to Dutch. <laughs> I'm dead. And you know, I almost said 
I, I did then actually say fuck Dutch and I was about to say it now and I tried to stop and you still caught it anyway. But I absolutely <laughs> did say fuck Dutch and I ended up in French, which I didn't finish either. And Crystal does speak A1 French. She does, like, man. Like we were in Paris so and she was speaking French. Ugh. And her and the motherfucking cab driver were laughing at me because of the way I was saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a And he was black, so language. it was extra funny. I was like, cool, y'all better laugh shit. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, I wish I could speak French too. I just wish I had it in my wheelhouse to really like take a an, another language whole, so I can not only learn the language itself, but learn all the slang that go with it. Because right. I want to like, do it. You should do it. Yeah, I, I should. Maybe you know I, I'll move somewhere and be like, you know, let me learn this shit before I get cursed out. Because you know when you have to when you have to do something is when you like do the best at it. So I yep, don't want to get cursed true. out by nobody being like stupid American. He's gonna hustle me. Because me having to learn at, at, so I went to this university called UFBA. It's like the University of Bahia and in Brazil. And it, I, because I had to be in the university, it was so scary for me because you're in class with everybody else. It wasn't no special treatment. The teacher wasn't like, oh, I'm going to like give you, you know, effort marks for, because you don't know the language. It was like, no, you're going to fail. <clears throat> like this is another semester. The of expectation no was different. the same. Yeah. yeah no different hmm. than if your ass was in the States. Like they did not play favorites. They did not give us leeway for being Americans and not knowing the language. And there was an element of that that was very scary for me. Cause I was like, yo, what the fuck? What if I fail out? And like mess up a semester of college, but I it actually lit a fire in my ass because I had to learn it. And the college students, like you said, Asante, it was better for me to be immersed in their culture because they were teaching mm -hmm. me the street language on top of the school academic language. So I got like a well-rounded, well-rounded cultural experience with the Portuguese language, which was really Did they lit. play pranks on you and tell you to say like the wrong thing to somebody? Of course. I feel like that's <laughs> a rite of passage. It's having me tell the teacher stuff about his dick and I didn't realize what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> oh. But the teacher uh, knew, you know, they would, he would just look at the students like, come on, man. <laughs> saying this crazy shit. Oh. <laughs> Rites of passage. I don't know if y'all remember... But remember when we did our show in D.C., I think, D.C., I think, wow, that sounds terrible. In D.C., when we performed at um, the Gallaudet um, University, yes. like on that campus. Oh, my God. Yes. Know yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Y'all know that there, there was a school for the, the hearing, uh, hearing and deaf there. Yeah. Yep. So during like my YouTube deep dive, it took me to um, Dr. Carolyn McCaskill, who actually is a professor there. And I was like, how do I keep ending up back at this school? But the reason that it took me to her and her and her information is because she is a black woman. Okay. She's deaf African-American. She's a counselor and a professor. And she's been teaching there since 1996. And she holds the position wow. of associate professor of the ASL and deaf studies department. And I kept coming up to her because, or I kept coming across her way because on the YouTube, uh, on the YouTube, on the Gallaudet YouTube channel, she has a very, very, very dope series called The uh, Hidden Treasure of Black ASL. And I watched mm. the whole thing <laughs> because on it YouTube? was that entertaining to me on YouTube. It's it's a real easy watch. It's not long. It's broken up into parts. And it's dope watching black people uh, talk about their experiences uh, doing sign language, uh, growing up and learning it and how it was different. And I just found it to be so interesting. I didn't even think about how segregation, um, how that affected or how all of that affected uh, people with, uh, you know, hard of hearing or things like that. 
and I don't excuse me. Let me make sure I have the correct words too. I, I made right. sure that I did some research. So yeah. if you can if they if you can't hear a motherfucker say move, you know what I'm saying? Or if you if you can't hear somebody say that side only, they were probably very harshly affected by that shit during segregation. That was the time right. when you know it would have helped you out to be able to hear what was going on. So and that's evil and sinister as them racist devils was back then. Anyway, you know they wasn't giving nobody no grace for having a hearing impairment. And it's crazy so. because the the American School for the Deaf, it, it was started in 1817, and then segregation mm. didn't happen until, for, for you know, Brown versus, <clears throat> versus Board of Education happened in 1954. So before that, there may have been a, a few schools that were trying to, you know, secretly allow black people on, or there had to be separate institutions built. But then to integrate after 1954 and realize, like, uh... Your sign language is different from my sign language or for them to be like, you know, now that you come to our white school, like our sign language, this is what sign language is. So I found all the information to be so interesting. I encourage everybody to go to YouTube and look up the the magic of black ASL. And I always want to highlight black people in I always want to highlight black people or the hidden treasure of black ASL, excuse me. But um, I always want to highlight people of color in different communities because it is our responsibility to really embrace each other, I feel. And there is a comedian so on... Most of the time. Yes. Most of the oh, time. I found it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, you see the, the series? Yeah. It's, it's cool because, like I said, it's broken up into like little segments. And mm-hmm. everybody... And you hear, you hear accounts from like older black people... And yeah. you, you get to see people talking about how you go from one-handed signing to for black people, they'd be using two hands. And the black people in there are really, really fucking funny, too. Because some of them be talking about how, uh, you know, white people with or, you know, white signing ASL, I guess, is basically rooted in being more proper. Whereas because black people didn't, you know, have schools beginning, theirs was more expressive. You know, their signing for black people would be more two-handed versus the one-handed signing. And it it's mm. more um I don't know I, I don't want to say emotional but like I said expressive versus the white white version being so I don't want to say stoic but boring but everybody it's more had soulful more soulful for the black folks mm-hmm. that's why robust. as I was watching huh? you said what more robust and soulful <laughs> yes flavorful. yes and so in my okay. hand I was like you know black people are, we do sign language with the seasonings you know we got them seasoned hands so first of all black people gesture. Like we, if there was a gesture Olympics, black people would win the gold medal. We would be gold medalists. I know I would, because black people, we we gonna let you know. First of all, look, I told the motherfucker, I said, if you gonna go down there, thing, you know, that's what people know. used to complain let the most about when I was on YouTube. They would say, "Friend, you use your hands too much. It's hard for me to focus on your information." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck, how do I not do that? Like, it comes so natural when I'm talking." I'd have been like. But people were yeah, saying it's like, too distracting. I was like, okay. And I remember trying to tone my hands down, but I was like, what? I was like, kind of put it here, but I felt like I couldn't talk right. <laughs> I couldn't right. express. And so I then you emote. know what you said, friend? Fuck that shit. I'm <laughs> going to say what I got to say anyway. And if you don't like it, then hey, take your ass out of here any goddamn. You can look, you can click off. You can click off, okay? <laughs> Gesturing is something that comes naturally to us. It really us. does. 
you know yes. and maybe that's seen as being an unrefined <laughs> person you know that you don't have that academic background or that pedigree in your family to know things like don't speak with your hands or don't eat with your elbows on the table little things like that that people will point out to know that you weren't uh properly raised <laughs> i hate which that is so dumb because it takes more it takes more brains and ingenue to be able Come to on. figure out a gesture or a hand movement to accompany to the words that you're using yeah. to amplify the story to emphasize yes. okay to put a put a put some weight on it put some <laughs> put that shit on it you know what i'm saying <laughs> that to be able to deduce what to do you know to think okay i'm going to say it like this but if i if I go like that, you don't know. I'm, you know, I'm making a direct point. That's smarts. Mm-hmm. So fuck off, those of you who tried to say something to Fran while talking with her motherfucking hands. I'm gonna talk to y'all with my hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> well, who is it? Um, Donna on Black Ink Crew. I feel like we just said this last week or the week oh, before. Oh yeah. <laughs> she told her to talk. Uh, turn her. Or what did she say? Take that bass out your hands or something. Yeah. Which oh, she wow, that that's girl. amazing. Take that bass she, out She said your hands. hands are too loud. She's like, you need to use your inside hands. The inside hands. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> so. that, that girl, that deaf girl was cussing her motherfucking ass out. That's and she was not scared. And I love I love to see it. I was like, that's right. You better cuss her motherfucking ass out. I wish I knew the signs. I wish I knew. I wish I, I, wish I knew the signs. Because I'm telling you. I, the way that deaf girl was cussing that bitch out on Black Ink Crew, I was on the I was on the deaf girl side, and don't don't think she felt like that was gonna hold her back from whooping from using them same hands that she was signing with to whoop her motherfucking ass. You could see it, friend. You could see it. You know they just said. What they just say, Asante, it's the usage of the eyes and hands. So so I could you could see it in her eyes. She was ready to tear her motherfucking ass up. <laughs> that was. Ooh. Hey, don't you remember when Marley Madeline was? I ain't gonna say whose show it was. Oh, yeah. we don't talk, but don't you remember when Marley Madeline was uh, cussing Dion Warwick motherfucking ass out <laughs> oh with her God. hands? Y'all remember that on Celebrity Apprentice? <laughs> no, I never watched. Marley Madeline was bad friend. Marley, Marley Madeline, Madeline was, was on Celebrity yes. Apprentice. Cuss, cussing <laughs> Dion Warwick the fuck out. Did you hear me? Was that I'm the same you, season those... Nene was in, or was that totally? Hell different? yeah! Oh. You had you had Nene, <laughs> Star Jones, Marley Madlin, Dion Warwick, Latoya Jackson. It was some of the best reality television of all time. But nonetheless, I say all that to say I have seen people that use sign language get that motherfucking point across <laughs> when they got a problem. Okay, and I and you know I always I love seeing shit like that. Like stand up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I love that. So. Well, baby, old girl stood up. She stood up to Donna. She and she hey, meant what? that shit. But um, <laughs> I want to point your attention to an Instagram account. If you're listening, this Instagrammer, she made this video, and I and she makes the content on TikTok, I believe, because I've been. And then there's a whole community on TikTok of deaf influencers and everything. But this influencer, her Instagram is it's charme. She made this really funny video about uh, you know TikTok. Uh, Deaf people versus hearing people and like her being in the house with her mom <laughs> and it's literally like her walking around the house and then she go and eat her mama chips and then she don't realize her mom's standing behind her and then later on her mom asked her like did you eat my chips and she's like no and her mom's like I heard you girl like it was so funny so I love the fact that the deaf influencers are really like taking the time out to laugh and say you know and fuck y'all we got our own jokes and shit that's funny for us so yeah, yeah. this is really for this is really for education, entertainment, but I'm not the one to really educate. I just want to spotlight those who are out here really doing the work because right. I know that I can't do it 
properly and they've been out here working. One time I was on the PATH train and I just kept making eye contact with this person who was across from me or whatever. That was just, it was just fine. And we kept making eye contact and shit. And so then they started talking to their friend and they were using sign language. And I was like, damn, because I wanted to like keep communicating and shit. But we just had the cutest, like the dopest, like flirtatious, like thing, you know what I'm saying? They got off the train and like, and they was walking off the thing, like we waved or whatever. And I was like shaking my head, like, ooh, if I, ooh, if you know, so goddamn, if, if we had more, just a little more time, if we had just a little more time, okay? And it was, I'll never forget that cute, just ooh, we had, we was vibing. Fine. Okay? So See, I love, I love shit like that. If like, they would have offered damn sign language when we was in school, and you know, ah, would have told man. y'all how cool it was, right. you could have been, you know, sign, I would have been signing, wait for me, next stop. I'd have been signing, next stop, next stop. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wonder if it is something that's been in, embedded in black people, like for real, forever, us expressing ourselves. Because when you watch everything today, you know, from love and hip hop to the gang bangers, like everybody do a little signing here and there, whether it's intentional or not. And I'm not trying to you know uh say gang and i'm not trying to say it's something i condone or anything but it does happen so what can i do about that but i do think that there is something to be said about the fact that people can communicate without speech so you can you can talk to somebody without invading what they have going on and that's one thing that really stands out to me when i think about asl like having to maintain that eye contact and and really pay attention to people's uh their their signs those things are really interesting to me because sometimes when you're talking to people, they're not paying attention. But with sign language, it's like you really have to pay attention, you or else you're just gonna keep present. being like, "Yeah, yeah." You, Otherwise, you know you're what gonna this be like, reminds I, me of. Remember when we were at Galudet? Is that am I saying it right? Galudet, yeah. Galudet. So I didn't know that that was a school. Oh. I didn't know. I, I guess I didn't fully. I mean, you know, when they when we get our itinerary, we just get the name of where we're going. Yeah, I we mean, just know where we going. Yeah, where to, so where I to think be we all home. found out at the same time. Yeah, right? like it was a, all I saw yeah, was that I it was knew. a venue in DC, and yeah. I knew what time I had to be there, and that's all I knew. And I remember we go and pull up, and the production. Crew, I remember them telling me that. Yeah, yeah. I remember them telling us that. See, I don't remember you know? them telling us that, but but we were there, and I remember the production crew. I had had a question about the lighting and the audio, and I was, I saw the man standing there, and I'm like talking to him, and he is not paying me any yeah. attention. And I remember I came to you guys, and I was like, the guy's so mean. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, I yeah. remember. I thought I he was so, exactly and I was happened. like so, oh, like emotional because i'm like why is he treating me like this and then he was walking past and he walked past me again and he like ignored me and i'm like trying to say something and he just keeps walking past and then finally someone i don't know who was like friend was it me was it you I it, think was it was one me of y'all that was like, i feel like I, I thought that it was me because i had been there before and i felt and like you knew? i knew somebody had complained about that and i was like he's deaf and then and I, I was, was like, like being oh. I was like, what? Maybe you told me Why Asante? didn't anyone tell me? Like, I didn't yeah, know. I, was like, I, I know no I told idea. somebody that day because I remember I was like, this yeah. is. This whole time I, I'm I, thinking that the man was just like <laughs> fucking over us for being there. I thought he didn't want us to be there. I was like reading into it in all these different ways that was non-existent. Mind you, the man just was not hearing me talking to him and I didn't fucking know and I felt so dumb, number one. And then when he came you back you was around... the coldest show. Yeah, I was like, he mean as fuck. And then he came back around <laughs> and he smiled at me when he came back around. I was like, Fran, you are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, God. But you know man. what? That's so real. Like, yeah. it, like how many of us on a day to day? And I think you know we can all look at this in a different lens. How many of us like really? put too much into what we're like seeing or hearing yeah, and kind of forgetting of stories about and not even yeah. knowing what's really going on he just did not know what that i was trying to communicate with him he's just doing his job yep. setting up the audio and the mics and i'm like over here going to y'all about to cry and shit and then he ended up being super cool remember like because we kept going back to that venue and then we all got really cool and and just even us learning how to communicate in a way that worked for everybody. And that was really cool, too, because I don't have any friends. What's the proper? I want to make sure I'm saying the proper term. Is is it you said hard of hearing, deaf? I don't I don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, whatever it is, that's what we mean. Yeah. Complete but you your know, search and I'm going to pull up the, the website because it, it got away from me. Computers. Not liking me yet, right? But now. I don't personally have anyone in my life, so I don't know. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know like um, sign language, unfortunately, which I probably. I wonder how is it hard to learn sign language? But I guess it's not any different than any other language. I want to. Okay, so I'm inspired now. So, hard of hearing is appropriate. Deaf okay. is appropriate, and then also there are there's uppercase deaf and then there's lowercase deaf as well what is Just, what's the difference so we, okay so and how would you say that if you're speaking you say what what was your last question you said there's uppercase how would you and say that case. if you're speaking yeah well how would they know which one you mean if there's a difference there are variations in how a person becomes deaf or hard of hearing level of hearing age of onset educational background communication methods and cultural identity uh, also, for those of you listening, this is also off of the National Association of the Deaf's website. Deaf's website, excuse me. Um, how people label or identify themselves is personal and may affect identification with the deaf and hard of hearing community. The degree okay. to which they Fair. can hear or the relative age of onset. For example, some people identifies identify themselves as late deafened, indicating that they became deaf later in life. Other mm. people identifies themselves as deaf blind, which usually indicates that they are deaf or hard of hearing and also have some degree of vision loss. Some people believe that the term people with hearing loss is inclusive and efficient. However, some people who were born deaf or hard of hearing do not think of themselves as having uh, lost as hear- anything. Yeah, as having lost their hearing. Over mm, the years, okay. the most commonly accepted terms have have come to be lowercase deaf, uppercase deaf and hard of hearing. So they don't tell me how to say it, but I'm going to just say lowercase deaf and uppercase deaf because they did put the lowercase deaf first. Okay. But, so it's a right. personal thing. Yeah. And then also um, hearing impaired is a, to- a term that's no longer accepted by most in the community mm. um, because it was viewed as politically correct. It was viewed as politically correct, but it also came off as impolite, making it seem like people that, You're you know, making it seem impaired. like they have problems hearing. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I don't think I've ever used that and term. Then be- yeah, I haven't either. And then um, there are other offensive terms, here, but I'm not going to read them because these are say. ones I feel like people should just know not to say. So, See, now, yeah. deaf, I, for some reason, thought that that was politically incorrect. I really did. I didn't mm. think you were supposed to call people deaf. Well, it's when you... Here it says on this website, when you refuse it, when you combine it with deaf and dumb or deaf mute. Oh, wow. Well, because I mean, mute is an offensive term. Yeah, but I'm yeah, like that was yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't want to say those, but then there are going to be people listening that might not even realize. So I I definitely want to have sex with. (laughs) 
the person that I seen on the train, no problems. Like, so like, it, I definitely am not gonna use. That's like I would see. never. <laughs> no. Okay, real random. I don't know if y'all remember on America's Next Top Model, but way back in the day, I think it was when they first started introducing guys on there. But one of the contestants. Oh no, it wasn't America's Next Top Model. It was after Janice Dickinson got kicked off or left, and then she tried to do her own little spinoff thing. I think it was one of the two. Anyway, one of the models, he was uh, he was deaf, and he was also really super fine. Like you didn't know he was deaf at first; you just knew he was super fine. So I was like, "Man, you know, this man kind of cute." And then later on, they're talking about how he uh, how he's deaf, and they're like trying to communicate with him and do sign language. And I just thought that that was so beautiful. Like it wasn't a moment. Uh, cause there were a couple people that were like, "Well, I'm not gonna talk to him." They were like, "You know, I don't really know what to say or you know what? how to react, so I'm just gonna keep That's my distance." Stupid. Right? That's but then stupid. there were other people, <laughs> and they probably was hating and jealous off right. of it. Right? Right? Was already so then, clearing it on mm-hmm. looks alone. There were other people that like they went up, they sparked conversations. They were trying to figure out like you know what were some how signs to make this? him feel more comfortable. Yeah. They were, right. they were like, you know what? They were like, "What's what are some signs that we can do to remind you of like home or something?" And I was just like, Stop "Like it. that." It made me tear. I was like, "Damn, y'all like y'all are that y'all care because it's a competition." What you know? Why are y'all doing this? But y'all do. So I'm happy. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah. there's an influencer on. I've only seen him on Twitter, but I do see he's blowing up on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen him. He's like a really cute white boy with like blue eyes and these like thick eyebrows and he looks like a movie star like straight out of a lead role of a rom-com with j-lo like that type of look Mm -hmm. and so he and he's really opened our eyes to just the fact that people really will not care to learn these things not really even care to communicate properly if you do meet someone and just like the lack of concern the lack of interest and how they, uh, most of us really treat them like an c- invisible community. And just, I remember there was a clip that he made of a day in the life of someone who's deaf and just like what it feels like to navigate, whether it's taking the, a cab, taking the train, you know, and just like not being seen. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it really, I was like, shit, you know, that was a blind spot for me for sure. That him yeah. putting that out there. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd. I guess it's something I legit can admit that I haven't sat here and been like, how can I contribute, you know, to people not feeling unseen in those communities for sure. So I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. You know, it just kept coming. Like there were just skits that kept coming up and then like information on, like on YouTube. And I was just like, wow, this is so interesting. And in the series that I was watching from uh, Carolyn McCaskill that I, that she had other people on there hearing accounts. There were teachers, um, because I found it all just crazy, right? There were teachers that could speak, but they didn't know how to teach sign language. So what they would do to teach their uh, their deaf students is they would make them read their lips. But if the students never learned words, how can they learn to read the lips from your words? Mm. And so she was talking about how the teacher would like hit her with the ruler and how she went to a, a, this one person that had an account, the teacher hit her with the ruler, what? took her to the principal's office. The principal heard her out was like, well, you know, let them use sign language then. And then she went back to the classroom and, and signs to everybody saying how, how sh- they can use sign language. And they all were like, you know, you, you the baddest one now and how cute that was that she won that triumph. But I was still stuck on how this teacher thought that they were going to learn just by reading her lips, but it's like, they don't know what to read off of your lips. So I wonder like, if like that's how we're going to come into when we learn sign language by looking at the signs and not knowing what they mean. So I think, you know, today 
while we are trying to learn sign language, we get a little bit of a leg up because we'd be able to know what a person is saying to go with the signs versus a person learning from scratch, you know, how to communicate. And right. I just thought that that was so wild. And I, I it gave me a, a new appreciation. Um, it kind of unlocked the layer of, you know, me wanting to share this knowledge and hopefully somebody else wanted to, uh, you know, really dive into this because the, the comedy, the TikTok yeah. community is like something really, <laughs> really like, like it's crazy. It does what it does on its own. But I don't know. Necess- oh my God. But I don't know necessarily like how lucrative stuff like that is. So I want to make sure that people listening to the show, they kind of get like, they hear little ideas here and there and it, may- and it inspires someone to do something, you know, whether it's, you I know, get inspired on TikTok a lot. Because <laughs> I want to do the one Asante where they be like, ah, more sweet. <laughs> <laughs> friend, you want to you, you talk about a white boy uh, influencer that sings <laughs> Dustin <laughs> won't stop. <laughs> Jesus. As soon as he does this, I'm like, please. <laughs> <laughs> so. There is um there's somebody on Instagram and by the way did you know that Instagram allows you to post like uh like lists or guides rather like how on Instagram they'll do I mean on Twitter you can do Twitter list Instagram they'll do guides where you can post like other people's like accounts or or post in like on your story I mean on your account have you seen that they got so much wait shit what now. do you mean they can what I don't get what you mean so when you go to someone's Instagram instead of like where they post their like saved post mm-hmm. um what well, actually even under that so it's like where your posts are your tag posts your IGTV you can there's also like a little uh folder for guides and you can actually put together other posts whether it's other people's posts or a bunch of your other posts and um pin them to your profile so not those like pinned stories but like pinned uh Pin collections. It's weird. What? They just be I just mean giving Instagram. us a bunch yeah. of shit we don't need. <laughs> Instagram. Because why the fuck am I going to put somebody else shit on mine? Yeah, like, well, just give I'm me chronological order back. That's all I've asked for. I don't want to see posts right. from 10 days oh, ago yes. next yes. to the post. Set down today. somewhere. That's it. That's it. That's all <laughs> I need. Give me my chronological order and Please. set down somewhere. <laughs> Please. That's all I need. Just, I just need, <laughs> I need to be able to swipe an order, y'all. Just. <laughs> God. Um. So I this Instagram account actually this is going to be the one Instagram account that I give you, friend, because they have a guide and it shares every. Well, they have tons of guides on their Instagram, which I didn't even know was a thing until as you didn't. But Instagram.com slash the Ariel series. That's A R I E L for those listening. Or I'm going to give her the link. I promise. So the Ariel series. Um, and it's actually Instagram.com slash the REL series slash guides if you're on a computer. But if you just go to their Instagram on your phone, you'll be able to see it there. Um, next to post, you can just click on guides. Oh, and I'm they basically. Now the REL guides. Basically, these guides are uh, all inclusive list of people that are deaf, whether they're deaf comedians, deaf actors, uh, performers. Okay. They have now. deaf apparel to wear, deaf sign language entertainers, deaf influencers. All, all things deaf and dope. Okay. So dope. I would like to just share that because I feel like this is a whole community that I haven't really interacted with in ever. And I I want to be part of the people that I want to be one of the people that celebrate. I, you know, I want to join the party. I want to learn some signs. And a lot of this also sparked because, you know, when you get into an Uber, sometimes if I don't know if you've ever had a deaf Uber driver, but they'll send you the notification, you know, mm-hmm. this person, uh, they have hearing loss. So please, you know, be mindful, respectful. And yeah. then I just thought that was so interesting because I was like, oh, this is cool. And so 
we just kind of need to, we as humans, you know, we just need to open up our minds and always be mindful of others. And I'm not saying that everyone gets a pass for everything, but you know, just remember that there are other things going on in the orbit. Kind of like with Fran's story about not knowing that the man was deaf. Like that could honestly happen to any of us, but I wish that, you know, we lived in a society where we at least knew some basic terms, whether it was just... yeah, you know what I'm saying? So at least when you found, you were like, oh shit. Like, and then yeah, because imagine you been how like, many, hey, what's up? Yeah, and imagine that just, which is a little bit darker, obviously. But when you think of like people walking down the street, you know, with police bothering them and they might not hear, like, just think of how many scary things could be happening because we're just not aware, you know? Like, that's all that made me think of, which kind of was made me feel bad that like I assumed something that wasn't the case. Right, imagine right, how many right. times in a day that happens to that people. Happens. Yeah. yeah, that are deaf. So especially with police. I mean, you imagine police telling you to stop or something and you Oh my God. Like, mm. come on now. That's scary. Honestly, maybe police might need a uh, death training number one so they can understand they need like a lot boundaries of training. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. But they I need just potty training. <laughs> It's like, I was doing fucked up shit. <laughs> well, I just wanted to highlight that conversation in that community. I appreciate Again, that. I'm going to... For our blind oh, yeah. spots, for sure. I I had to... I didn't know what to say for sure. I didn't want to give a full history lesson to make it boring, but and I wanted to make sure I talked to y'all about the, the YouTube channel because the hidden treasure of Black ASL was just so interesting. Like, I'm watching there's no it. like skits or cheesy music or anything. It's literally like a, I think it's literally just um, um, a video book. Like it, it goes to a book or something. Like probably somebody somebody at the school put this up to go along a companion piece rather. That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was watching it the whole time and I just couldn't stop watching. Like I was like. Damn. And I guess hearing the black people's perspectives of them when they were growing up and then them even having to correct each other or learn each other's signs as they were going, because they were like, you know, what was that? They were like, oh, okay, that's your sign. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. So something of interest. If you if you want to, you know, learn something new, there are plenty of resources. But I personally would, you know, go to school to also get, you know, it don't got to be a degree or nothing, but just to get that extra like. Just an extra oomph. So yeah. shout out to black people. Like, of course, shout black people black. not only know the language, but we got our own season that we put on, our own stank that we put on it. So I just love that. That was the thing that stood out for me the most. Any final thoughts from you guys? No, that was good. Nope. That was well-rounded. Right. I'm definitely going to check out the YouTube channel. I already have it saved. I see all the, the whole series. So I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done. Thank you. All right, well... Thank you all. For, thank you for your stories, your participation, and thank you all out there for listening. And if you have any uh, thing, any stories you want to share, anything, don't forget to email us at the yes. friends on at loudspeakersnetwork.com or leave the comments. And also don't forget to leave the comments on the Patreon because Fran be all over those too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and also it's, it's something to consider play. too oh. is captions, closed captions when you create your content. Yes. So that's something that I've definitely True. been more mindful of. Like even when I did my Ritz commercial, like anything I create, I try to keep that in mind and they have services yeah. that you can pay True. to do it for you if you don't have the capacity you know i know there's services that will put captions in your entire youtube video even if the video is an hour long like you can pay them to do that so that's something as wow. creators that we can look into as well and yeah, instagram yeah. actually just idea. added the captions feature did you see that where you can set it the feature and it adds captions to oh, whatever no. video you post on your ig yeah 
So cool. just being aware of those well, different options that can contribute are that's important too, I think. And using them, like greatly. actually, yeah, actually utilizing them as creatives. Cause I've had people be like, Hey, can you, you know, add captions? And that made me realize like, that's something I should do automatically. Not wait for someone to ask me to. Well, yeah. Put that in your orbit and smoke it. I guess you can't smoke it. <laughs> or maybe you can. Anyway, that does it over here for the hot button. This is the friend zone. Friend zone. Friend zone. Friend, yes. please tell the people how to feel well, 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 well. <laughs> so you guys, I have been using donkey milk on my face. And <laughs> uh, who what now? What you say? Friend, what the fuck you what you say, friend? You've been doing what? <laughs> <laughs> I was living for this moment. I knew. I just knew. I've been using donkey milk on my face. Why? Because it is amazing. It is legendary. And it's not new. It's something that has been around for hundreds of years. Literally, they said that. I remember reading that even Cleopatra used to bathe in donkey milk for, like, silky soft skin. So it's, like, a really antiquated. <laughs> I really love y'all's faces. <laughs> But it's really, honestly, it's amazing. It's donkey milk extract. It has vitamins A, B1, B2, B6, C, D, E, calcium, magnesium, proteins to help your skin smooth. It's rich in all these fatty acids, vitamins, and minerals to help you regenerate the skin. Especially, you know, I'm getting older. I got to make sure I still look taut and supple and beautiful and young. And so I started using, I, I kept seeing the the conversation around donkey milk online and I was like what is it obviously the donkey part just drew me in because I'm one of those people and I was like let me research this looked into it I saw there's this incredible esthetician from the Caribbean from St. Croix her name is Mercedes and she has a company called Exora yeah shout out to Mercedes she has a company called Exora BB which I have mentioned on this show as a black business yes, before yes. for you know black owned woman owned skincare so i bought she started really popularizing at least in my opinion the donkey milk skincare cuz i kept seeing she was making these soaps and moisturizers and cleansers and i was like you know what i'm going to try it i'm curious so Y'all know I don't really play with my skincare. I keep it very minimal. I don't have a lot of skin issues at this point in my life. Thank you, Lord, because I've really worked on my skin from the inside out. Just my lifestyle, the products I've used, something I've taken seriously right. for numerous years. Um, and, it's, and it's paid off. So I don't have acne. I don't have hyperpigmentation. Just a lot of things I've worked on over the years. So I can kind of mess around with products and just see how it feels. So I tested it out. And y'all... Look at Asante. <laughs> I've been on the Googles. I've been up and through here. Like that's like how donkey milk site. is expensive. It is. Where so do you even get enough the milk from a donkey to fill up a bathtub, friend? I mean, she <laughs> obviously she has her manufacturing companies that she works with. You know what I mean? Because if you go on Exora BB, which is I X O R A B B dot com. The one that I started using is the donkey milk and argan oil moisturizer. Y'all, mm. my skin is so happy. Mind you, I used to use Tata Hyper, which 
is a brand that is like farm to skin, very incredible ingredients, yeah. but it was like over a hundred dollars for a moisturizer, a serum that would be like four ounces. Like you're really paying for that shit. So I was like, what would it, how dope would it be if my skincare was black owned? Like that was something that I really intentionally wanted to transition into. And so this was the brand that I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see, hopefully it works. And y'all, my skin, you see my skin. I mean, in the proof of his, it in the looks pudding. great. You see yeah. it? Okay. It's clear yes, and face. supple. Very clear. You see, moisturized and legendary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Laomi, what say you? <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Law would be like, it's giving what it's supposed to give. So I am just so happy with my skin it's beautiful anytime i've been around people they've been like what are you using now you know when people say that to you because they're like you just look so refreshed and glowy and dewy and and just pretty and so it's it's only let me see she has yeah it's 40 dollars and it's actually in stock Trying to see how many $40 a gallon. No, it's $40 for four ounces. But it goes a long way. You don't need a lot. One little pump, you know, it's like a dime size. That is enough for your face. And I have been so happy. She also has the donkey milk uh, bar soap for your whole body, which I've been using. And I love it as well. I've definitely seen how it has brightened my skin and softened my skin. That's where I'm at now. You see it. And then she also has... <laughs> I'm going to start. <laughs> she has the donkey milk cleanser, too, in case you need a cleanser as well as a moisturizer. Now, I will say the cleanser, at first I was like, mm, I don't know, because the uh, consistency felt a little too watery. You ever have a cleanser where it's too watery and you mm. feel like it ain't really doing the nothing? Because it don't feel like it's, it's not like really giving you nothing you just feel like the water's going through your hands so i wasn't entirely sure about the cleanser but i was like you know what Uh, the ingredients are in it so if it's a a, a, um, texture thing maybe i can bypass it kept using it and honestly it works like i might not be crazy yeah the consistency is a little odd to me but i mean if it's doing the job what can you really what can you say like it worked my skin I clean it, tone it, then use this uh, donkey milk and argan oil. Argan oil is an oil that I've always loved. I've mentioned it on uh, YouTube. Yes. I've mentioned it on I this show. I love argan oil, my damn self. Right? The the brand that I used to use is the Acure brand that you can find at like Whole Foods, mm-hmm. I think. And so I used to use that religiously. But then my skin kind of got tired of it after a couple of years and I switched off. But reintroduced it with this brand and that combination, the argan with the donkey milk. Let me tell you, my skin is so happy and I love that it's black owned. I didn't even know donkeys had titties. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) It's black owned and it's woman owned and that just really makes me happy and the the, um, ingredients are pretty awesome. I'm trying to see what else... Yeah, it restores the protective barrier function of the skin. The arginol helps reduce symptoms for like if you're dealing with inflammation or skin conditions like rosacea or psoriasis. I mean, it's just a great, it improves the elasticity, which is the biggest thing for me, especially as someone that is like going into my 40s. I'm just like, my skincare has to be on 100. So I wanted to tell you guys about the donkey milk. Look 100. (laughs) 
And she has a she has a um a full body moisturizer as well, like the donkey milk moisturizer mm. for your whole body. Really, she has like a whole system. There's nothing missing. She has. I'm scared to put it on my privates. I lotion Why everything. Not? I'm scared to put the donkey milk on there. What if I mean, it might it might. Tom, explain that. I got donkey milk burns on my dick. <laughs> the fuck are you? The kind of shit are you? In? It's your kink. I mean, you know, no judgment, but goddamn. I don't know, friend. I might not be able to explain my way out of no, that, one, friend. No, you should try it. I bet you it'll, you know, it'll have you glisten. Maybe on my arms. Maybe on my arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then gradually we work our way down the body. <laughs> Asante's on the side. I see you finding goodies. I yeah, I'm between the soaps. You know, I'm looking at a little bot, donkey milk. And what, how do you say this word? Calendula. Is that how you Calendula? say that? Calendula. 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 Yes. I was about to be out here I like that was JoJo. Name of the sex club in Queens. And Calendula is so calming. Like I used to use that in my baths. Like I would buy the actual herbs that you could buy, and it'd be a mm-hmm. mix of like Calendula with like lavender and chamomile and all those. It's just very calming herbs. So I can imagine for the skin, it's probably just good for all of us that are like stressed. Uh, probably touching our faces all day with these masks and just the general day-to-day pollution of being in fucking New York. So, yeah, she has a lot of great products. So I would suggest just going on her site, period, because she has beard cream for people that are looking yeah, for that. Her. She got a beard soap. She has... Um, I thought you were going to say she had a beard. She has toner <laughs> in case you need a toner. She has an ingrown hair serum brightening lotions i mean you name it everything bar soaps there's really nothing she hasn't made so and i I've, i recently saw that she got highlighted i believe it was like glamour magazine or somebody yes, highlighted her use and popularization of donkey milk and her products and just how lit it is like i said it's been something that they say that you know cleopatra was rocking with so it's been out here it's a it's a an old school gym yeah so just wanted to Put that into people's awareness in case they were looking. I know I'm always looking for new moisturizers because sometimes, especially with the changing seasons, you kind of got to switch everything around. Mm. Can't be too hot. Can't be too oily. Um, Right now, it's starting to warm up outside. So I needed something a little bit lighter. And this is just perfect for that. So Exora Botanical Beauty. That's I-X-O-R-A-B-B dot com. Shout out to Mercedes. Wonderful woman from St. Croix. And this is her brand. And go ahead and get you some donkey milk. And shout out to all the donkeys. Exora BB. Exora. Bad and they milk. <laughs> Shout out to all the donkeys making this wellness segment possible. <laughs> we honor you. Shout out to all the we donkeys. We thank you. We see you. We, we love you. We support you. <laughs> 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 we, that's what we do to you, to the donkey community. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's a perfect note to end the segment. <laughs> <laughs> to the donkey, another another episode titled "To the Donkey Community." <laughs> no, <laughs> black absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, to the donkey community. So that's to it for this week's community. wellness segment. If you have tried it, if you do try it, let me know what you think. Hopefully, you've been introduced <laughs> to a new wonderful way of living. And Asante, what you got for us this week, Mister Music Man? <laughs> Oh, well, you know. (laughs) Wow. It's another week in music. 
honestly, last week is when I was catching up on some old music for you guys. And mm. so this week I am going to just shout you out with one one artist. Oh, actually, you know, for the Music Man segment also, by the way, I want to just make this easier for people to listen to. And I want to kind of segment this segment, right? So we're going to do the segment. It's going to be called Artist to Mention. And that's why I just mentioned the artist. <laughs> and then the next segment is called Songs to Play. It's STP, okay? And that's just where we play our songs next. And then, you know, from there, of course, we could freestyle if we want to add more music news or any of that stuff. So this week, I just want to highlight one artist to mention. And obviously, you all can share it, uh, whoever you want to highlight without playing music, obviously. But for those of you listening, <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I want to um, make sure I highlight one artist. I'm not going to play any of her music because you all should be familiar with this artist by now. So you should know that my word is Bond and that you should just go listen to the damn project. But Miriam Mariba has dropped her Mariba. new EP. Yes, yes, yes. And her baby. Mariba, pregnant, baby? beautiful. I, it's that. It's the baby bump season because I'm seeing a lot of bumps on the timeline. I'm like, what is going on? Everybody like, been okay. at home fucking. <laughs> Shit, we've been on quarantine. That's what's going on. Niggas have been F-U-C-K-I-N-G. <laughs> okay. And now True. comes baby and the baby carriage. That's what's going on. <laughs> um, Think about it. Look around. <laughs> Shit, look around. Look around. Look at the stories. All the smiling faces you see everywhere. That's why. <laughs> People been on, been on quarantine. <laughs> no, it ain't that, friend. It's this. So, <laughs> it's so. This, that's what that's what it is, friend. So, Marion, I guess, had participated in all that, Dustin. Shout and while her, in between doing that, she was, was making this seven track. <laughs> she was playing this new seven track. Getting EP. grown. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, getting grown. Okay. <laughs> leg <laughs> <laughs> all right we're done Asante. <laughs> no no just go ahead and prepare, prepare your music next because y- it's gonna be y'all turn next so uh, i want to point you to mariba's newest ep it is it's called azeb it's a-z-e-b Aww. it is seven songs of course <clears throat> Oh, Azeb, it's also her middle name, which means where the sun rises for anybody Ooh, that was interesting. Pretty name, Azeb. Yes. Where the yes. Sun rises. So Mariba, she is a whole vibe, been a vibe. This is the perfect follow-up to the last project. Uh, what was the last project? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, the Jungle is the Only Way Out. Sorry. Woo. Uh, Mariba is... She's so dope and vibey, and I feel like she's, you know, sister to the show. So I had to make sure I shouted her out. And this project is, again, it's brand new, but there are visuals to go with it. So just go to YouTube and type in Mariba and see what she's put out and bestowed upon you. And also go to her Instagram and like some photos, too. You know, go like the baby bump. The baby bump is cute on her. But Mariba is the artist that I wanted to mention. And so that does it for the ATM part of this. (laughs) Now for the STP, the songs to play. Fran, I know that you have always been over there jamming. You've always been over there grooving. Tell us today, what 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 do you love? Who do you love? And are you sure? <laughs> so, <laughs> Bia, whole lot of money. You said Bia? Has, yes. We haven't played a whole lot of money on the show, right? No, not a whole lot of money. I talked okay. about Bia when she was on the Victoria Monet song, but Bia's the shit, so. Man, go on, listen. Please. So she has a project called For Certain that dropped in 2020. Um, but the whole lot of money record has just been catching some serious fire. 
Um, shout out All to London, over. right? Shout out to uh, this songwriter producer named London J, who actually put his 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 twinkle on that record, and you can hear it. And the song's mm-hmm. called "Whole Lot of Money," and this is how it goes. Where because it's cheap to me. It's some money at my table. Grab a seat with me. Cost a ticket just to cover all my legal fees. I don't hang with jealous bitches. That's a weak disease. Hold on, run up. If you're broken in my business, then just shut up. I invested in my body, bitch. I'm done up. I look good. I like to fuck them when the sun up. Uh, I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega. And I keep it with me just so that I'm feeling safer. Fendi on my body, but my feet is in Bottega. Bitch, I'm getting money. Give it's a fuck about a hand. I put on my jewelry just to go to the Bottega. I was like, yes, <laughs> felt. I don't got Bottegas, but Love you know it. I feel her. <laughs> so that record we is out here. crazy. I bet you it's just going crazy in the strip clubs. That is such a fucking strip club record. So... That's that one. And then, so do y'all follow Matthew Cherry on Twitter? Yes. You know Matthew Cherry. So he randomly posted an immature record this week. And I was like, oh, my God. Do y'all remember Constantly? I know y'all do, because who doesn't? Yes, yes. Bro, I've been playing it all week. Yes, yes, Took me back. And the fact that I knew every word, every ad lib, every breath just really cracked me the fuck up. (laughs) Because how you you don't play a song for like 20 years, but still know it from top to bottom. So Immature who later changed their name to IMX when they felt they matured. Yeah. And this is from a project that came out in 94 called Playtime is Over. I was obsessed with these dudes. My personal favorite was LDB, the little drummer boy. I had a crush on him. I've always liked the unconventional ones. And then the song's called Constantly, and this is how it goes.
Yeah, the jam. Do you hear the me? Jam. The jam. And remember, um, I will never lie again. Again. I will never lie again. Ooh. Yo, please play this Fair, album. You about to you take me back. <laughs> I've been listening to this album all week. So damn good. Such a man, the nostalgia. Y'all don't understand how much I love these boys when I was growing up. So that felt good. I needed that. I saw someone tweet that when you're not like having the best month or week or just day or whatever, it's nice to go back to things that are nostalgic and kind of bring good feelings and good memories just to kind of help you ground and bring you back to like what's important. And this, honestly, this little album, this little 1994 (laughs) ass album was just the cutest thing for me this week. So thank you to Matthew Cherry for putting that on my timeline. And that's it for me. Bia and immature, the range, the duality. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Dustin Ross? What have you been listening to? That's what's up. Um, it's been a, a hell of a week for me, you know Child. what I'm saying? And uh, you know, it just is what it is. So I have definitely been uh in my musical bag to say the least, you know, because sometimes don't nothing make you feel better and like yourself, but what? Music. Mm. In fact, Funny. music make you lose control. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the first song I want to play this week is by Don Tolliver. It's called What You Need. super hot next song i want to play is by tiara whack it's called dora we talked about i'm sure we've talked about this before but this my shit dora by tiara whack she's a shit song for y'all me too i love them tiara oh Hoodies my god i have like, like every damn color at this point i was like okay oh friend, my god you don't need all of them 
Every I time it. I wear them, somebody <laughs> stop, every time I wear them, one of my hoodies or one of my sweatshirts, somebody stops me like, "Oh, every I love Tierra Whack, whatever, whatever." Every All right, time. so the last song I want to play is actually by AZ, and this song is featuring Nas. It's called "The Essence." It's from 2002, so let's take a little ride back, back into time. Everybody there, Stacy Ladder, right, Sartina right, Marie, right. everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, no Bring one of my baddest stallions out, man. <laughs> Do the same, I know how we play, baby. Listen, I'm in a car wash right now, but I'm hitting you soon as I'm right over there. Right in the front, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, got you. Son, who laced you with the ill haircut? Lenny, he blessed me with the sharp blade. That nigga's pain. He make a pretty penny. Yo, you heard him with them new Pradas. Check mine, they wore you blue. My sister's baby blue. They powder blue. Your sister's hot. Hotter with them frames on. Nigga, you James Bond and you stay low. You know my style, babe. Bro. Yeah, make dope, manicure, facial, face glow. Fuck it if you say so, I keep it P.I. That's how we break hoes. We throw an ivory dice across the concrete. And of course, that don't make them your man because your palm. We had boxes bumping Lottie Dottie. Shotties was blasting, pellets jumping into everybody. They never got me. Was cool with all the parts. Old school shit for y'all. Your face. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> little AZ and Nas for y'all. Nervous. There you go. That's my <laughs> listens lady. Or excuse me, my S. Wait, S, so we're not it? calling it listen lately no more? STP? Y'all don't like STP? STP. STP. Those Song, are my STP. Okay. Yep, those are my STP. Are Not to be confused with STD. <laughs> no. So we're so we're letting listen lately go. That's not a yeah, thing. on Listens anymore. lately is now. It's just songs to play since we playing these songs. We ain't necessarily had to listen to them lately. Okay. Songs okay. to play. Okay. Okay. Right. I gotta I gotta reorient. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, artists to mention, songs to play. You songs know what I'm saying? Play. I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you know just just a little something. You know, I had a, a lot to do this week, so I had to break it down a little bit for myself and. Now this is what y'all get. So <clears throat> I would like to talk to you all about, I'm going to play a few songs. The first song I'm going to play is by, well, it's from Love Renaissance, but it features um, Westside Boogie, Black, BRS Cash, OMB Bloodbath, mm. Noonie versus Everybody. I'm not going to play it all, obviously, because I can't play the whole damn song. But if you go to Spotify specifically, there's a Spotify single section where it has two songs from the, the Love Renaissance click. And if you go to YouTube, you can definitely just watch the cipher from the Love Renaissance click, but either which way, you're going to be more than pleased. So, okay. um, for these two tracks, I'm going to play the first one that is on there, which is just the cipher outside of the cipher. Sorry about that. Um, outside of the cipher, there is another song that is just OMB Bloodbath and BRS Cash. And I think the other guys uh, have a verse or two, but it's really just mainly about them. But this cipher, obviously, I'm going to play uh, OMB first because she comes first in the song. So, this one is the cipher. Niggas stunning on the grams, ain't got shit. Beast mode, she cold, no last minute. Stay up in the hood, hold mouth like hot chips. Pop chillin', nigga, that what I'm best said. And I got that I knock a nigga chest back. I'ma done you a pun in the chest match. like save hoes, got a S with chest set. I kill beats, nigga, this a death match. Bitch street, had a t on my desk in. Bet that nigga, show me where a thread at. Little Renaissance, I'ma show you where the best at. That's just a little clip of the cypher. Um, definitely go to YouTube and watch it. They're like rapping. It's like the whole click in like a bank or something rapping. And then black is like in a fucking vault or some shit. Like it's just really, really dope content. So shout out to love Renaissance us over here, the friend zone. We love y'all. We love everything that y'all do. Like it's the shit. So I had to make sure I talked about that song first. 
Um, <clears throat> outside of that song, there is this artist. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. Uh, it feels like it's right up your alley, friend, and maybe even you too, Dustin. Um, the Bonfire with a Y. Not familiar. Fire, like Fire Festival. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yes. Be careful. So, The Bonfire, she has this song called New Furniture. She just released a single that, and I, you know, I was looking and listening to recent songs. She put out a song with Masego called Mercy Me. And then from there, I was like, damn, let me go like listen to a little bit more of her music. And from there, I found the song that she has called New Furniture. And it was just so like groovy and wavy. I was like, I have to talk about this. So this is The Bonfire with New Furniture. Honestly, could listen to that whole song that was probably inappropriately long. Yes, that's New Furniture by The Bonfire. I hadn't heard of her, and she looked a little like, you know, some Tori Kelly or something like that. I was like, damn, where the hell you been at? Like, why I ain't seen you yet? she's white. Yes. Oh, no, Tori Kelly is black, though. Well, yeah, I was about to say, it's one of those. Yeah, so, but I don't actually know about The Bonfire. Because Tori Kelly is bad. Yes. It was more so a, more of a talent thing than it was about the the race. Just when I was listening, to me, like ah yeah, no, it don't matter. It was about the talent. But uh, the bonfire, she's the she's naive. I like that song. It's called New Furniture. And then the last listen that I will play is by an artist named Lou Val. Have we talked about Lou Val before? Lou Val. Lou Val. V A L. I thought you said B O W E L S. Well, this song is called Cruel Silence, and it goes like this. That is Louval. <laughs> that song is called Cruel Silence. I he's dope. I just like his shit. His his aesthetic is really dope too. So check him out. He just put out a song called Eternal Sunshine. But right now I'm on Cruel Silence. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's that does it for the songs to play, and it also does it for the music band segment. Now Dustin Ross, please tell us what have you been watching. Okay. Let me tell you guys something. I told you last week. I told you, well, I don't know. I told you a while ago. Now's the time to keep your ear to the streets when it comes to the reality show neighborhoods, okay? Meaning, 
all of your favorite reality stars who are on hiatus right now from their shows, follow their social media accounts, subscribe to their YouTube channels. There's a breadth and wealth of information that we do not receive from simply watching the show that gives us so much more context to some of the, the stories that are told to us when we watch these shows. So uh, Dr. Heavenly Kimes from Married to Medicine, we know their show is currently in season eight on Bravo, airing Sunday nights at 9 p.m. And... Uh, her YouTube channel has not disappointed and not let me down. She has given so much context, so many backstories to so much that we are not shown on the show um, that really gives us an inside look and a, um, another perspective on who these characters really are and what they represent on the show. So follow everybody that if you watch their show, follow their social media accounts, subscribe to their YouTube channels if they have them, and really start to take all that up so that you're not just talking shit and blowing hot air when you're talking about these shows, you know, so that you're actually, you know, knowledgeable, okay? Also, um, The Real Housewives of Potomac is about to start. There's been so many rumors Ooh. swirling about what this season is going to be uh, centered around. We do know that their season six trailer just was released by Bravo Television. It's jam-packed with a lot of uh, all the things that make us enjoy these Real Housewives shows. There are new conflicts this season that we didn't see coming. Well, that most people didn't see coming because I saw the shit. I'm like uh, Red Fox on Harlem Nights. He was like, I'm Benny Snake Eyes Wilson. I've been calling these dice for over 40 years. Hell, I can call it for the shit stop rolling. I can call it for it stop rolling when it comes to these housewives because I've been watching from day one. So I knew once we were introduced to Dr. Wendy and her four degrees, I have four degrees, once we were introduced to her last season and she immediately aligned herself with Giselle Bryant, um, who... Giselle is a whole lie, just walking. And so the, the fact that she aligned herself with her and and therein weaponized that relationship against some of the other people on cast, I knew it was only a matter of time before the cracks in that foundation started to break. And that's exactly what happened. The season six trailer revealed to us that they are actually embroiled in a conflict. Hmm. Giselle and Wendy have fallen out because Giselle was spreading rumors that she heard hmm. about Wendy's husband cheating. Hmm, let's see if that rings a bell on something that happened on this show last season <laughs> that everyone tried to say that the person was crazy for making a big deal about. Oh, what say you? There's a cast member who has a problem with Giselle spreading false rumors about their marriage. Mm. New idea. Never heard of that on the show before, like last year in season five with Monique Samuels, who quit the show because she didn't need that damn money. Okay. okay. Just wanted to put that on for your consideration as a viewer. Um, let me know what you guys think, and we'll get back to this next week in the TV Land segment. Thank you all so much for coming out, and that concludes <laughs> the TV Land segment. Therein, also as well, concluding this here episode of the Damn Friend Zone. <laughs> Subscribe to our motherfucking Patreon, please. And if you do, goddamn it, you're a real motherfucker. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for doing that real nigga shit that you did by subscribing to our Patreon. It's able and available for you to subscribe to each and every single day of the month. So go ahead and sign up when you want and just go on and sign up because damn it, we're going to give it to you. So well, what you going to do with it? All right? okay. With that being said, if anyone else has any announcements, I say it's time to pull the plug on this here thing today. Nope. What say you? That's it for us. As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to us, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. <laughs>